Has your being atheist ever affected your job prospects? The year I became an atheist was also the year that I was taking the board exam. So I was more worried about that. I didn't do so well in college. I got delayed. Medyo mababa yung grades ko. The board exam was a way to redeem myself, you know, to look good for the employers. Before that, I had an internship in an engineering firm. So somehow, alam ko na kung anong gusto nila. And religion never actually came up in discussions. They're actually impressed na galing akong UP. So I just conveniently didn't tell them kung anong grades ko. So yung grades talaga yung worries ko at yung licensures. And then the funny thing is, nung graduate ako, one of my professors actually offered me a job. I accepted it, so ever since, I've been involved in research projects sa UP. Sa UP naman, yung environment is very secular. You know what, how it is. Yung sa undergrads, diba? It would be weird if people pray in class. Mm-hmm. So, medyo ganun lang din. And most of my office mates are grad students, so ganun yung atmosphere. It was never an issue. Nobody asks you what religion you are. Natatawa lang ako. Yung mga tao kasi, yung teams uh, sa UP, yung research teams, they're relatively small. Mm-hmm. Hindi siya katulad ng government agencies na may hierarchy tayo. Yung teams namin relatively diverse and I don't think I ever had a team na dominantly Catholic. I have a very different experience because I have a background in education. The job market for somebody with an education degree is really between a public school mm-hmm. or, or the private That's sector. Cool. And most private schools in the Philippines are founded by a religious order mm-hmm. Or they probably market their schools with a religious mm-hmm. branding. So like they're a Catholic academy mm-hmm. or a Christian academy. Mm-hmm. That definitely limited my job mm-hmm. prospects. So I applied for a teaching position in the public school system. And although one of the reasons for that was to serve the country mm-hmm. um, as a UP scholar, another aspect of that was because the public school is more secular Mm. Pero it turns out na yung religious practices sobrang pervasive niya kahit mm. sa public school. Mm. High school ako, public school din kasi ako. Every first Wednesday, may dumating na Christmas na gimisa. I mean, di ba sabi ko naman sa'yo, nag-campus ministry uh. din ako before. So, hindi naman ako nagulat doon. Pero syempre, iba na yung eyes ko mm. nung teacher na ako kasi may stance na ako against institutionalized religion. May criticisms na ako about mga nakikita kong problematic aspects. Ang pervasive niya, kasi pwedeng mga maliliit lang siya na bagay. For example, sa school na nagturo ako, may first Friday mass sila. Mm. Tapos magpapaikot nung envelope kasi... Oo, para sa misa. Oh. Tapos, kung hindi ka nagbigay... Para ang sama mo. Oo, may judgment sa'yo, di ba? It's tungkol sa moral character mo. Tatanungin ka rin nila, syempre, kung bakit hindi ka magbibigay. Pag may program sa school or may activity yung faculty, syempre, may prayer. Pinakamalala ata na, na na-experience ko, yung faculty development session siya. Supposedly... So, professional development yan, di ba? Oo. Pero instead na mag, mag-usap kami about pedagogy, oh. mga teaching methods, ang nangyari, nag-mini-reflection kami <laughs> tungkol sa mga Bible verses. Oh. Kasi yung principal namin... Wala, wala namang priest. Wala naman. <laughs> pero yung principal kasi namin, ano siya? Religious. Cell group leader. <laughs> so, so may, may ganun. Pero I think yung pinaka-issue kasi talaga is yung perception ng teacher mm. sa society natin na very different from say kayo sa research mm. yung teacher kasi and yung education system pag inanalyze mo 
yung place nun sa society. Mm. Isang way that you can look at it is means siya para i-reproduce yung status quo. Well, oh, that includes yung religion, which is... Which includes yung, uh, yung dominant na religion. Na religion. Uh, As a new teacher yeah. nun, uh, isa yun sa mga nahirapan ako i-reconcile. Kasi pag binasa mo kung ano yung content ng curriculum, napaka-secular niya. Pero pagdating dun sa actual practices sa school, yung culture ng school, yung, syempre, yung expectations sa mga parents, yung mga bata din, paano sila pinalaki, tapos yung mga colleagues mo at ano yung mga beliefs nila at expectations din nila sa'yo, parang napaka-woven lahat dun yung religious beliefs nila. ba diba na, syempre, yung teacher ang authority figure ka, second parent ka sa school, so part dun yung pag-develop ng values ng mga bata. Na-implied na, na Christian values, di ba? Oo, na oh. yung expectation nila, yung values, yung foundation nun, hmm. nanggagaling sa religion. Hmm. Uh, so may expectation sa teachers na dapat may moral authority hmm. ka, pero yung acceptable sa kanila, ang ibig sabihin nun is churchgoer ka, hmm believer ka, whether Catholic or Protestant, Tam. or some other religion. Basta meron. Basta meron. <laughs> Hindi ka naniniwala sa any religion. Para uh, sa kanila, immoral yon. Pero di ba dapat may separation of church and state? But I've been to government offices na may mga grotto, may mga chapel. Nagmimisa. Oh, actually. <laughs> Tapos, ayun pala, in our, in our profession, sa aming engineering code of ethics, mayroong line dun eh. Yung number one pa to, ha? number one line. Ibasahin ko na lang for everyone. In all humility, an engineer shall always recognize the creator as the source of light. <laughs> so, basically, dito, hindi ako pwede maging, maging engineer. Oh. That, that was, I was actually scared of it nung simula. At then, mm. na-realize ko, okay, hindi naman line enforce Pero, di ba, the fact na nandito to is a bit For me, it's very problematic. It's mm. so not inclusive. Same din naman sa Teacher's Code of yeah. Ethics. I mean, batas pa to eh. Uh, ano to siya um Annex siya sa Magna Carta for Teachers. Uh, okay. Ano, hinanap ko din eh. Yung uh, nasa Article 11, Section 4. A teacher shall always recognize the Almighty God as guide <laughs> of his own destiny and the, the destinies of men and nations. Tapos yung maganda pa, yung icing on the cake. Um, yung Article 12, paragraph right after nito, disciplinary actions. Tapos ah. ang nakalagay, any violation of any provisions of this code shall be sufficient ground for the imposition against the erring teacher of the disciplinary action. Ano action yun? Consisting yeah. of revocation of his certification <laughs> of <laughs> registration and license as a professional teacher. Well, actually, sa amin, ganun din yung, ano, ganun din yung, yung consequence. consequence. Oh. Pero sa inyo, weird na sa batas talaga sa Annex to ng uh, batas. Yung sa amin kasi parang standard lang ng board. Mm. Mm. Pero still. Isa to sa reasons kung bakit hindi ko ever dinisclose kung ano yung beliefs ko. Mm. And so, sa school? Sa school. Like, syempre yung parents, I think, they will think negatively of yeah. it. Lalo na kasi nagturo ako outside Metro Manila. Mm. So, mas conservative yung values ng community. Mm. Sa mga co-teachers ko, I don't think they would have understood mm. And lalo na sa mga, super, sa mga supervisors ko, di ba? Kasi I'm sure they would find atheism as immoral. 
bad influence ka lang. <laughs> Oo, na parang diba? Corruptor keep that, of the youth. <laughs> keep the children away, baka kung anong tinuturo niyan sa mga oh, bata, diba? Kahit na ako na nasa research environment, this is supposedly a more secular environment. Tapos diba sabi ko, mas diverse yung teams namin. They're still mostly Christians. So yung personal policy ko pa rin ay, if they don't ask, I don't tell them. Mm. But if they do ask, I won't, I won't lie about it. I'll tell them. Because, mm. uh, diba, I have to manage people and I have to gain their trust. And if I, if you start from a position of atheist, guy, it could be a devil worshiper. People might have trouble trusting you because the connotations, because you know, not believing in God, you might be unscrupulous. You might, you might screw them over. Or throw them under the bus as if oh. wala kang morals. I mean, you know it's not true. I mean, there are other sources ng ano, sense of morality. But it is what it is. Most people still think that way. So, I won't lie about it, but I won't publicize it. Same with my bosses. They don't ask, I won't tell you. One of my office mates did ask me. So, I told him. And I was actually very afraid because I knew this guy took his religion very seriously. And I was so relieved when nothing happened. Uh, so we're still friends until now. Breath of fresh yeah. air din yun, no? Yung you're pleasantly surprised na we can find pockets of acceptance na where people just agree to disagree mm-hmm. on certain things. Mm-hmm. Pero I also found na some of our fears are unfounded. A year or two after I resigned from my teaching post, I actually enrolled in a paralegal train and dun ko nalaman na hindi naman sufficient basis yung pagiging atheist para i-revoke ka ng license. Kasi hindi naman religious morality yung standard for determining whether you have acted morally as a professional. So may mga jurisprudence na or Supreme Court decisions related to this issue. May case, dinismiss yung isang teacher on the grounds na the school found her behavior to be immoral. May gustuhan akong line doon sa decision eh. Uh, the fact that a particular act does not conform to the traditional moral views of a certain sectarian institution is not sufficient reason to qualify such act as immoral unless it likewise does not conform to public and secular standards. Tapos yung secular standards na yun, dapat yung behavior detrimental siya sa existence and progress of human society. So, halimbawa, nagpasabog ka siguro oh. ng bomba. Ganun, di ba? Oh. So, Or, being atheist is not enough. Oo. Oh, isa pa actually yung Supreme Court decision na mas luma, yung Estrada versus Escritor na binasa namin sa paralegal training. Alam naman natin na yung religious freedom is a fundamental right na enshrined siya sa Constitution. Tapos yung natutunan ko from that jurisprudence, yung court, they devised a two-part test to help resolve issues concerning the exercise of religious freedom. First part ng test na yun, they looked at ano yung spirit and intent ng constitution and they determined na policy under the constitution is one of benevolent neutrality. So, neutrality, ibig sabihin, yung state, hindi pwedeng encourage niya, hindi din niya pwedeng i-block yung... Mm, particular beliefs. Yung partic- yeah, yeah oo. So, yung benevolent na part, ang ibig sabihin lang nun, for example, kung may government policy or regulation na na-violate ang isang person or group of people dahil sa religious beliefs nila, they should be exempted from being penalized. Kasi nga, the, re- the only reason for the violation was because of 
their religious belief. So, yun yung first part ng test, yung benevolent neutrality. Yung second part naman ng test is yung compelling state interest. Ang ibig sabihin lang nun, dapat may mabigat na dahilan yung state para pigilan ka to exercise yung religious freedom mo. So, yung understanding ko doon, halimbawa, sa isang religious group, yung paniniwala nila para mapunta sila ng heaven, kailangan sunugin nila yung isang forest hmm. o kaya sabay-sabay silang mag-suicide. Uh-huh. So, reasons yun, di ba, na pwedeng gamitin ng state na, uh-huh. kasi danger, danger to society yung well, well, ginagawa. Well, uh-huh. as much as possible, bibigyan kayo ng freedom. Ito yung limits. Oo, oo, oo. Ako, nung, nung diniscuss to sa training, sobrang I felt reassured na at least sa Philippine courts, tinitake seriously yung fundamental right ng freedom of uh, religion. At, at least we have that. Tis alam na natin ngayon na if you, know, if you get dismissed from work dahil dito, may laban. <laughs> <laughs> though, though I still find it troubling na yung belief in a deity or a god is a, an ethical standard in at least two professions, di ba? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Based dun sa jurisprudence, at least sa understanding ko, parang it means na kahit papano, meron tayong protections under the law to freely exercise kung ano yung beliefs natin so long as hindi Not, naman tayo nakakasama. Oh, hindi siya diba? harmful to society. Oh, oh. That's just the legal aspect. When we go to work, the reality is we have to constantly navigate, di ba? Yung dynamics, mm, right? People with religion don't have to deal with that. The way they think and the way they do things is the default. Which is exactly the reason why we should take up space mm. and we should start these conversations. 